Hello, everyone, and welcome to week four of Middletown's podcast with our little day drama therapist. And this week we are talking about communication. So, Orla, when you're ready. Okay, thank you, Fiona. So, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this podcast. Have your notebook ready. Today, we are going to talk about communication and literacy. And we will do exercises to develop and improve our skills in this area. So, before we start, let us just come into the moment by taking a few breaths. Close your eyes and slowly count to five. Become aware of your breathing. Notice the in-breath. Notice the out-breath. Notice the little space in between the two. If you feel any discomfort, move your body so that you are comfortable. Continue to breathe in and out. Being aware that you are breathing. Now, concentrate on taking slow, deep breaths through your nose. When breathing out, think of the word relax and imagine that you let go of all the tension in your body with every breath leaving your body and you let go of all your thoughts and worries. Imagine that a wind is blowing them all away. When you take a breath in, imagine that you take in new energy with each breath. Imagine that a feeling of peace is coming over you. I'm going to count to three and we'll be ready to go. One, two, three. Well done. That breathing exercise is something we can do anytime to bring ourselves into the moment. Communication is an important life skill and something we all need to be conscious of and work on on a daily basis. We are always communicating with people we come in contact with. Think of all the people you interact with. Your family, friends, teachers, people you meet when shopping. Becoming aware of how we talk to people at whatever level we are at will help us to understand others, and they will understand us. Some points that will help with this is to open your mouth fully to form your words and try not to mumble. Speak loudly enough so people can hear you. And remember, we don't need to shout to be heard. Look at people's eyes. This can feel uncomfortable sometimes. So looking at someone's forehead or top of the head will help with this. Games like a staring competition are a good way to practice eye contact. Let people know how you feel. Not everyone can talk, so we may need to use an aid or device to help us. Use your device in as many situations as possible to express what you are thinking and feeling. Help people to understand you. You could have a communication book that includes information about yourself, your likes, dislikes, and images you can point to to show how you are feeling. Learning to express yourself fully 
helps your voice to be heard, whether you're speaking yourself or using an aid. Be creative and think of ways you can communicate more easily. Reading someone's face and body gives us a lot of information about what they are feeling and thinking. It is a silent language. We could become good detectives and observe people. Playing charades is a fantastic way to learn how to read body language. What are people's faces saying? Is it different from the words they are using? How do we know if somebody likes something or if they don't like something? How do people greet us? How do we greet people? Smiling, for instance, is a great way of being friendly and it helps people feel comfortable with us. Listening is key to good communication. We all want to be listened to when we're talking, don't we? Learning to be a good listener will help you so much in life. When you are listening, look at the person. Use your observation skills. Observe the tone of their voice. Pay attention to what they're saying and how they are feeling. We should be still and not be distracted. We shouldn't interrupt them either. Let them finish. Remember to use good manners when communicating too. Say please if asking for something. Excuse me if you want someone's attention if they're busy. And thanking people for their help. I want you to try this listening exercise with me now. Put your hands on your shoulders. Hands on knees. Hands behind you if you please. Touch your shoulders. Now your nose, now your hair, and now your toes. Hands up high in the air, down at your sides, and touch your hair. High, high, hands up high as before. Now clap your hands. One, two, three, four. Very good. Now we're going to do some word games. Say six things you can see right now, wherever you are. Say, say five colours. Say five jobs people do. You can play this next game with someone else. Face each other. Decide who is A and who is B. A. You start by saying one thing you would see in a park. B. You go next and say another thing. Then you go back and forth like you are playing tennis. But instead of using a ball, you are using words. Try it now. This game helps with turn-taking like you would do in a conversation. The rule is you can't repeat a word that you've already been said, that has already been said. Try these next topics. Things you buy in a supermarket. Things you see at the beach.
things you see at school. When you get better at the game, you can make it competitive by adding more rules, like you have to answer within five seconds, or you can't say M before a word. We can get into the habit of saying M while we are thinking of a word, but it is better to just pause until the word comes to you. This helps with your flow of speech. Now, the next exercise is to spend 30 seconds talking about a toy or an, ob an object you really love. If you find it hard to keep going for 30 seconds, think of ways you can describe it. For example, how it feels, what it can do, what's its colour and what you like about it. So give it a go. This helps us to be descriptive when talking. Connecting to the words we say emotionally and physically help us to communicate more effectively. Try the following exercise. Using just the word spaghetti, I want you to say the I want you to say it to the following emotions. Angry spaghetti. Shy spaghetti. Superhero spaghetti. Bored spaghetti. Scared spaghetti. Sad spaghetti. Nervous spaghetti. Tired spaghetti. Excited spaghetti. Happy spaghetti. Did you notice the way your voice changed? Were there changes in your body too? Doing this exercise in front of a mirror or facing someone can be interesting and funny to watch, particularly if you exaggerate the emotions. Let us use gesture now. So using your face and body only in response to the words I say. Shrug. This is boring. Help. Stop. Please. Hi. No. Over there. Come here. Oh no. Why? Never. I'm not listening. I'm ignoring you. Can I play with you? Whoa. Shh. Don't do it. Freeze. I'm the best. What was that like? I bet you came up with great gestures. To expand our awareness, try this exercise when you are finished your podcast or in the next day or two. Go outdoors and bring an empty egg box with you. Listen and try to identify all the sounds you hear. In your egg box, gather things you see, like a feather, leaves, a flower, grass, a twig, 
When you get home, talk about the sounds you heard. Feel the things you collected and talk about them. What do they feel like against your skin? What colour are they? Where did you find them? I'm going to talk about stories and I will start with this nice poem. It's called Stories by John D. Sheridan. Last thing at night before we go to bed. Mum tells stories out of her head. We all sit quiet. We don't make a sound. Some on chairs and some on the ground. Keeping very still and with no wish to play. For this is the happiest hour of the day. When we gather around the fire before we go to bed. And mum tells stories out of her head. Let us now tell some stories out of our head. Find a picture from a book with people in it. Describe it and imagine what the people are thinking in their heads. We all have an imaginative and inquisitive mind. These are great tools for learning about people, places, situations, animals, and many, many things. We can play make-believe or let's pretend to take this learning deeper. Using this technique helps us to be creative and see things from other viewpoints. Writing and telling stories ourselves is a fun way of expressing our creative ideas. I would like you to have a go at a short story. Gather a piece of paper, or you can just say it if you like. I want you to go and find three things for me. You can pause the podcast to get them. I'd like you to get a piece of fruit, something square, and a toy. Off you go. When you have these three items, write or say a story connecting the three of them. Start the story with once upon a time. Then make up your story. And at the end of the story, finish with and they lived happily ever after. Well done for creating that story. Reading, listening to books, poetry, music and sounds around us stimulate our brains and help us to become more aware. I have a story I'm going to read to you now. It's called, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? And it's by Carol McLeod. All day long, everyone in the whole wide world walks around carrying an invisible bucket. You can't see it, but it's there. You have a bucket. Each member of your family has a bucket. Your grandparents have buckets. Friends, neighbours and everybody has buckets. Your bucket has one purpose only. Its purpose is to hold your good thoughts and good feelings about yourself. 
You can feel happy and good when your bucket is full. And you feel sad and lonely when your bucket is empty. Other people feel the same way too. They're happy when their buckets are full and they're sad when their buckets are empty. It's great to have a full bucket and this is how it works. Other people can fill your bucket and you can fill theirs. You can fill your own bucket too. So how do you fill a bucket? You will fill a bucket when you show love to someone, when you say or do something kind, and even when you give someone a smile. That's being a bucket filler. A bucket filler is loving, kind, caring, who says and does nice things to make other people feel special. When you treat others with kindness and respect, you fill their bucket. But you can also dip into a bucket and take some good feelings out. You dip into a bucket when you make fun of somebody, when you say or do mean things, or even when you ignore someone. That's bucket dipping. When you hurt others, you dip into their bucket. You will dip into your own bucket too. Many people who dip have an empty bucket. They may think they can fill their own bucket by dipping into someone else's, but that will never work. You never fill your own bucket when you dip into someone else's. But guess what? When you fill someone's bucket, you fill your own bucket too. You feel good when you help others feel good. All day long, we are either filling up or dipping into each other's buckets, what we say and what we do. Try to fill a bucket and see what happens. You love your mom and dad. Why not tell them you love them? You can even tell them why. Your caring words will fill their buckets with joy. Watch for smiles to light up their faces. You feel like smiling too. A smile is a good clue that you have filled a bucket. If you practice, you become a great bucket filler. Just remember that everyone carries an invisible bucket and think of what you can say or do to fill it. Here are some ideas for you. You could smile and say hi to the bus driver. He has a bucket too. You could invite the new kid at school to play with, to play with you. You could write a thank you note to your teacher. You could tell your grandpa that you like spending time with him. There are many ways to fill a bucket. Bucket filling is fun and easy to do. It doesn't matter how young you are or how old. It doesn't cost money. It doesn't take much time. And remember, when you fill someone else's bucket, you fill your own bucket too. When you're a bucket filler, you make your home, your school and your neighbourhood better places for everyone. Bucket filling makes everyone feel good. So why not decide to be a bucket filler today and every day? Just start each day by saying to yourself, I'm going to do something today to fill someone's bucket. 
And at the end of each day, ask yourself, did I fill a bucket today? Yes, I did. That's the life of a bucket filler. And that's you. I hope you enjoyed that story. Thinking about bucket filling is a great thing to bear in mind when you're communicating with others. How could you become a better bucket filler? I'm going to do a visualization now, which will help you experience a journey in your mind. My spaceship. In this exercise, you will act as a reporter, bringing back as much information as you can about the planet you choose to explore. Make sure you use all your senses to learn all about this planet or star. Using your sight, hearing, smell and touch. And notice what the creatures eat if there are any creatures living there. You may wish to taste their food. Notice how they move, how they live, what games they play and what their families are like. Close your eyes now and put your attention on your breath. Breathe in and out, gently and quietly. And imagine that you are going outside of this room to the front yard. And there you will find your own spaceship that you have designed and built all by yourself. You climb up into the spaceship and get ready for takeoff. Ten, nine, Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. You gently take off above the clouds, up above the Earth's atmosphere, way out into space. And as you look backwards towards Earth, you see it as a ball or sphere that is moving away from you. You look outside your spaceship window and you see far out into space. You choose a planet or a star to investigate and head your spaceship towards it. When you land your spaceship, you decide to investigate this planet or star and to learn as much as you can about the creatures who live here, if there are any. You may wish to make friends with one of the creatures and have your new friend show you around. Notice how they communicate, how they live and what their planet or star looks like. Notice the smells, sounds and tastes and how you move on this planet. Now I'm going to give you as much time as you need to explore this planet. Now say goodbye to your new friend. Climb into your spaceship again and head back to Earth. As you come closer to Earth, it starts to look larger and larger to you. You come back into the Earth's atmosphere, back through the clouds, and you come closer to Earth. It is 
easy for you to identify your home and your school. Now you land your spaceship. Come back into this room and become aware of sitting here. In a moment, I will count to five. When you are ready, open your eyes, remembering in full detail everything about your experience. You will have time to draw and write about your journey. One, two, three, four, five. Now, when you're finished listening, you can write about that story. This was a visualization from Spinning Inward by Maureen Murdoch. I hope you enjoyed today's session. Thank you for joining me. And remember, creating your stories, poems, pictures, anything at all is really useful for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.